if I had some downtime, maybe I'd clean out a drawer or whatever, really helped boost my serotonin and, and also made me not so depressed because it told me I could do hard things. If you are in your 20s hoping there is more to life than boys and Bacardi, you are in the right place. Katie Ballmer has been a keynote speaker to over 60 colleges nationwide, encouraging 20-somethings to realize their worth, find their calling, and not date dirtbags. But seriously, Katie is an author, viral TikTok creator, wife, mom of two girls, and your adopted aunt that you never knew how bad you needed. Ready to have some real conversation tackling the hottest topics? This is the Truth For Your 20s podcast. Hey guys, this is Katie. And before we get into today's episode, I just want to let you know, so we recorded this actually back in June and I recorded it the same day that I recorded last week's episode. And that episode was about from prostitute to pastor. And now we're talking about organizing and keeping your home beautiful. So talk about content whiplash, but it was funny when I recorded those both in the same day, I was like, these are both important topics and both things I wish I knew when I was 20 conversations that are helpful and useful. So welcome to the truth for your twenties podcast, where we talk about all the things, but just like with last week's episode, we having a little bit technical issues that day when I was recording, obviously. So I appreciate your grace with this. It's actually really good. And Despite a few hiccups there and here and there, I think that you're really going to enjoy this episode. So here we go. Today, we're talking about cleaning and organizing. As you know, I love this decade of your 20s because a lot of times so many things are kind of decided, life habits, maybe living on your own for the first time, having roommates, maybe getting married. And as women, we, we just work a lot better. We're less stressed when we are organized, but this isn't something you learn in school. And I have come across through the World Wide Web, Keep It Simple Sparkles, also known as Courtney, a real life person doing incredible content around organization and making a beautiful home. And I love your content. So welcome to the podcast, Courtney. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. And it's so nice to meet you officially in person instead of yes. just seeing your, I love your Instagram. It's so great. So it's nice to meet you in person. Well, the feeling is mutual. I love what you're doing. I'm staring. I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you make your pantry or your laundry, your freezer? I just saw how beautiful your freezer is. I'm like, I never thought about the organization of my freezer, but it sure is nice when you're trying to find the green beans and they're like way in the back with freezer burn on them. And you have hacks for that as well. It's fascinating. Well, thank you so much. That is a very big compliment. I'm I'm super humbled by that. Thank you. I love it. So tell me who is Courtney? How did you get into doing what you're doing now? I'm sure there's there's a lot of a backstory there. So I'd love to know a little bit about how you who who you are and how you got there. Oh well, I'm I'm excited to share. <laughs> um so yes, as you said, my name is Courtney. I am a mom. I have uh three babies. I have one little girl in heaven. And then I have a little boy, uh, or excuse me, I have two little boys, uh, one who is three and a half and another who is a year and a half. Um, I was an event planner for 12 years. So my entire career life was all about efficiency because time was money. And so if I could figure out how to do things quicker, I could save my clients time. And also I was under a time crunch when I was doing events because eventually like doors have to open. So I had to start figuring out ways to do things really fast, uh, but also done right. So that's kind of where I got my love of efficiency from and need to be efficient. Um, after I had my son, um, I had closed my business and basically 
became a stay-at-home mom, which was a really wonderful opportunity. But I've always been this very creative person. And I I just, you know, I really loved that time with my my oldest, but I really was just craving something creative and something fun and just just needing to I don't just be sparkly and fun and kind of back in the working world a little bit, but not actually like going into a company and, you know, sitting in front of a computer all day. So anyhow, I, um, when I was pregnant with my next son, I decided to start keep it simple sparkles. And I just wanted to share tips on how I did things efficiently or how I organized things or just, you know, just fun. Um, the internet's not always fun nowadays. And I just wanted a social media account that was kind of a break from reality, also useful, helpful tips, fun, sparkly, just all sorts of that. So that's kind of how that happened. And it's been about a year and a half, almost two years and so fun. So fun. So do you do virtually in home? Like how do you work with clients currently? So pretty much I'm basically social media based entirely right now. Um, I do a lot on like TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. I'm on all three, you know, apparatuses you kind of have to be right now. And basically um, my day to day is I work on videos during nap time because I'm still mom during in the morning with my kids. And luckily they nap for about three hours in the afternoon. So I have some time to be able to content create and do things like that. I also work with um, brands. The really fun part about this is I get sent a lot of really fun things. Some stuff I try and I'm like, ah, this isn't a good fit. And other things I try and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I have to share about it. So um, if it's something that I like and approve, I will share about it. And that's kind of how the business side works. And I will, you know, basically share what I like. And, um, and then I, you know, make a commission based on what people buy. And, you know, so anyways, that's kind of the business side behind it. There's a little more to that, but that's kind of the, the high yeah, level. Yeah. But how perfect you get to sample products you like, and then share the ones you love, uh, make a little commission and create fun content for everyone. So I like it. What a great job. What a great gig. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I know it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. So event planning, I get how obviously that would kind of shape your brain for efficiency and organization and stuff like that. And then bringing it home, would you say, was that kind of always your brain? Like, you know, in college and high school, did you have an organized room? Like, was that kind of basic or something maybe taught versus caught? How did that all work out? Um, so I think it was kind of the opposite. My, my mom, um, she is so fantastic. So when she hears this, I want her to know she's fantastic. But um, or my mom was, didn't, she wasn't the most organized person. And she'll tell you that it just isn't how her brain works. And so when I was a kid, I had a really hard time keeping my room clean because everything didn't have a place. So it was sort of like, it was too much for my brain. And, and I actually have ADD and OCD, but my ADD side was, it was really hard for me to like figure out everything just was very overwhelming. Um, so as I got older, I learned that if anything came into this house, it had to have a place because I needed to be able to put it away because I couldn't see all the clutter everywhere because it drove me crazy. (laughs) So that's kind of where that came from. So no, not really. It, it sprung from my, from my time as a young child, but, um, in a, in a different way than you would imagine. Yeah, no, that's great. Okay. So event planning and then what you're doing on social media, I guess talk to us, like, let's just get into some nuts and bolts of it. Like what, if you are living in, we're all living in some form of chaos, I guess maybe, but like, okay, this sounds great. I'd love to have an organized home, but I'm not sure even where to start. Like 
are, are there tips? Uh, maybe maybe when everyone has everyone has a different like maybe your closet, maybe your bedroom. I don't know it, where where can we get started to kind of start to gain control and organization. And it can feel overwhelming, especially if you start by just doing everything. And yeah, I don't recommend that. <laughs> I would recommend doing kind of go around your home, take stock. What is driving you the most crazy? And that's the best way I can put it. Kind of look around and be like, it may be your refrigerator. You may say, I cannot stand looking at this refrigerator the way it is anymore. Nothing else bugs me, but this refrigerator is the thing that makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up or maybe your closet or your bathroom or whatever, but pick the one thing that does that and then decide, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to solely focus on this area. Everything else I will get there because it's small bites of the elephant at a time. Eventually you will finish the whole elephant, but you have to just kind of focus. And that's really hard for me because like I said, I have ADD. And so I can look around and go, Oh, I need to do that. And do that, and that. So you kind of have to tell yourself, I'm only working on this. And basically you start by going into the space, looking around and purging what you don't want. Um, kind of pick it up, hold it. Um, I know Marie Kondo kind of says, you know, hold it. Does it bring you joy? If not toss it. Um, I have a hard time with that one. Usually what I do is I'm like, have I touched this thing in two years or even a year? If the answer is no, and it's not something I'm going to use on a yearly basis, my example for that would be like turkey tongs, like turkey tongs, you only use once a year, but like, you know, you don't want to get rid of them because you do use them once a year. But if it's nothing like that, get rid of it. You probably aren't going to use it anymore. And do that slowly, you know, until you've gone through every part of that one small little area. And then you can decide, okay, this is everything that needs some type of organizational bin or product or whatever you may need. So definitely start by purging, then kind of figure out what you have, categorize what you have. So bathroom example, hair dryers, curling irons, things like that all together, face products, hair products, so on and so forth. And then you can start buying your product from there. Okay. I love this. Two things. Have you heard of fly lady? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. I do. <laughs> yes. Uh, it stood out to me because she talks about the zones. And I think that that's helpful. Like, do you have the app? I don't like follow it religiously by any means, but like last week it was like front porch and entryway like zone. Mm-hmm. Oh, like sweeping the cobwebs out the front porch and like doing those little things that just concentrating on that one zone versus the whole house, because yes, that can become overwhelming. So I like the idea of the zones, but the other thing you said, categorizing and then buying products. Talk to me about that. I want to unpack that a little bit more because like, what do you need? How do you categorize it? Like, let's, let's go to the bathroom for an example. How would you do that? Okay. So in my bathroom, I categorize by, um, basically I put everything together and go, what like products are together? Like I wouldn't put my leave-in conditioner next to my moisturizer. It wouldn't work. Um, so what I do is I kind of have one, I have very, these like very deep drawers and they're very long um, and they're like this wide. So basically I have one bin in there that's very narrow that separates the drawer into two spots, kind of like a drawer divider. Um, and one side of it is my face stuff, all the stuff that, you know, <laughs> all yeah. the glop we put on our faces. And then on the other side is hair care, hairspray, dry shampoo, things like that. Um, and then I have another drawer that has like, lotion. Although I only use one lotion. So I kind of lump that in with the face stuff. Cause I'm like, well, face, but you know, it's kind of all together. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I do it. And then down below are, are things like hair dryers and curling irons and things like that. So just basically like what, what pro what family products belong together and you kind of keep the family together. Yeah. Okay. I love this. And then maintaining. So I guess 
ultimately it's having everything to find a home and then putting things in their home. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm simplifying it, but like, is that how you maintain stuff? Yes. Well, so the biggest thing with maintaining is I hope I don't confuse anybody when I say this, but with maintaining, you want to find an organization system that works with you. If the system is too difficult to keep up with, you're not going to keep up with it. Right. Um, so if it's simple and it's something where like you can kind of grab and go and like, okay, this goes in here like this, but you know, you'll keep up with it. But if it's something where it's like, oh, I got to reach all the way back in here for this particular product. And it's, you know, I'm, you know, describing something very badly, but <laughs> But if you, like I said, if you have a really hard time keeping up with it, you're not going to maintain it. Yeah. Well then, so tell me some easy tricks. Like what are some ways you wouldn't want to organize? I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't know that there are so many options, like <laughs> some tips to keeping it simple as you, as your handle implies. Oh, my biggest thing is get rid of what you don't need. That's yeah. the biggest thing. If you have too many products, that becomes really difficult. But let's say you're a person that has like, I know there's a lot of women out there that use a lot of different types of makeup. I don't, I have one type and I'm like, this is, this is all I need. And that works for me. But I know there are a lot of women that have, you know, four or five different blushes or, you know, a ton of different brushes or things like that. So my suggestion for things like that is like I said, categorize them all together and then figure out kind of what you use on a daily basis and put that in front. And if it's something you don't use too often, that can go in the back where you don't, you don't mind reaching for it once in a while, but you're not reaching for it every day. And you're not kind of like, you know, I got to get that back there. Um, so like, for example, like my freezer the other day, and I'm about to release a video today about how I categorized it to kind of explain everything with my freezer. I have gluten-free bread. Well, I'm not a huge bread eater. So my gluten-free bread is all the way in the back in a bin and it works out great because it takes up a space that needed to be filled, but it's also not something I use all the time. So I don't mind it being in the back. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I just wrote down like things in the front that you use daily. So like just having those high touch items in the front, which is obvious, but you know, sometimes we just kind of need that reminder. I'm curious, people might think, okay, well, that sounds cool, but it sounds like a lot of work and it's not a big deal. Like I don't mind the extra minute it takes to find my mascara, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure there are more than we realize correlations of stress or mental health or whatever related to our homes and disorganization. Talk to me about that. 100%. Okay. So three years ago, well now four years ago, um, after I had my son, I had a lot of postpartum anxiety. We, our daughter had passed a few months before we got pregnant with our son. Um, she, I, she was a stillborn baby. So after I had Bradley, I had a lot of postpartum anxiety and I kind of hunkered down into myself and, and did kind of the bare minimum for him really couldn't keep up with my home. I mean, I did, but just like the bare minimum and my anxiety level and my just, it physically affected me to see my home kind of just, you know, doing the bare minimum, it, it just seeing clutter places, things not weren't organized. I couldn't find things I needed. It really just made everything a lot worse until one day I just got up and was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I've got to make a change and doing those changes, small changes. And again, this wasn't an overnight thing. This is a, this was a four year process. Um, doing those changes a little every single day, trying to incorporate something new in to my day to organize something, fix something. If I had some downtime, maybe I'd clean out a drawer or whatever really helped boost my serotonin and, and also made me not so depressed because it told me I could do hard things. And it told me that like, 
you don't have to give into your anxiety. You don't have to do that. You can, you can do these things. And, and then I could just, you know, so I started very small, you know, a little something here and there. If, you know, if you're in that place where you're just really struggling, start really, really small, something super basic that you can organize. So you can gain a little bit of confidence and that little bit of confidence, it's like a mustard seed, you know? Um, And it just can grow into way more confidence and, you know, eventually you can take on harder things. I love that. And I've also heard it said that women's brain is like spaghetti, like it's all connected. So we may think, um, oh, whatever, my bathroom counter is chaos, but it does matter because when that's chaos, it affects how we want to cook dinner or how we want to show up or, you know, um, the energy that we have. And it, it just, it feels like chaos. We actually just recently yesterday. So, um, our kids are at camp. And so I'm using this time as like, okay, all hands on deck. Like I'm clearing out, I'm painting the furniture. Like I'm like living this right now, but my garage, I love it. Like, my garage is one of those things. It's kind of like you look past it and you're like, you, you don't want to see like, Oh, like I try and turn my head because like the tools are a mess and like ah, turn my cheek and hope that it will magically disappear. It turns out it doesn't mm-hmm. work that way. So while my kids are at camp, this was one of those things, girlfriend, you would be so proud. I like got, we have the toolbox with the main tools. And then this other old toolbox with like the nails and screws and the random part that you got from the Ikea package. You know, one really knows where it goes. It's just the you know, graveyard of all the things I went through, but you're scared to throw it away. Yes. Well, I went through that bad boy and organized it. It was funny. I had this old makeup organizer actually with all the little compartments. So it's like the common nails that you use to hang up with the, um, the little hooks that we're not really sure where they go to, but they're usually handy. Like they're organized now. And I'm like, hooray. (laughs) And you feel so good about yourself after and like, literally I was like laying in bed that night. I'm like, I feel like 10 pounds lighter just because of all those nails in the garage, they have a home and it's organized and oh, it, it matters. It's all spaghetti in my brain. So yes, you know what it is, is for me in my house, like my house, I have a three-year-old and a one and a half year old. So chaos reigns in this house on a very normal basis. Um, but I have something called a mom zone and you can call it whatever you want. I just call it a mom zone because I'm a mom and it's my kitchen and my kitchen is not flawless, but it's clean. So like it can be a battle zone on the other side of the wall. And it, it really is right now. Like I'm looking at that toy room, like, uh, you know, but the kitchen's clean and I can walk in here and go yeah. like, it's not all chaos. It's just mostly chaos, <laughs> but some, you know, you kind of have to figure out like what season of life you're in. You know, I know this is a lot of very young 20 year olds. So you may be in a young professional role or a new bride or even a new mother. Um, and it's just different seasons and you kind of, you know, figure out what bugs you based on your season. So before I had kids, everything bugged me and everything had to be organized. And now that I have kids, I'm like this counter, this counter right here is going to be organized and everything else, like little hands can go crazy with it, but yeah, it's, you kind of figure out what bugs you and that's, and, but when you do it, it's just, it's like formula 409 for the soul. It feels so good. I'm thinking about even cleaning my car. Like when I get the crumbs, like, it's just like, ah, you know, it's just, and maybe that might be, you know, maybe you're in college and you have roommates, you don't have a singular space you can control, but by golly, go vacuum your car, make it, make it a regular thing. And that might be your kind of like, okay, this is my escape. So little things like that really can make a difference. 
for me, when I, when I was probably at my worst, um, with my PPA, I, I, God really put it on my heart to start doing my hair and makeup every day. And, you know, that might not be for everybody, but getting yourself ready, doing something for yourself every day really made me feel like I could boil the ocean every day because I was like, I look good, you know? Yeah, girl. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I look good. You feel good and you want to take on stuff. And, you know, it's just, that's my biggest motivator. I tell people, I'm like, you know, if you want to, if you want to try get up and get ready every day, because it really, really helps. And you really, it's like cleaning your home or organizing. You're doing something for yourself and it does build confidence. Oh, you're speaking to my soul. (laughs) I I work from home. And so (laughs) I, I don't get ready every day, but, um, so, but there'll be days when like, I, you know, I get up and, you know, I've got to do some videos today or whatever it is. And there is a difference getting up and putting some mascara on and fixing your hair. Like mm-hmm. it is uh, definitely something that I appreciate when I take the time to do for sure. Quick break in the episode to let you know, I would love to hang out with you. My favorite social media platforms are TikTok and Instagram, and my handle is the same at both, Katie Bulmer Life. My DMs are always open, and if you want to chat more, you can make that happen too. I have a link in my profile to actually book a call with me. I do that often. I get to talk to girls all over the U.S., and I would love to have a conversation with you too. It's just you and me having coffee. We can talk about boys or finding your faith or your calling in life or whatever it may be. Girlfriend, I I am just someone a little bit further ahead in you in life who wants to be who I needed when I was younger. So however that works out for you, I'd love to chat with you on social media or in real life. I wonder if you can talk to me about digital organization. I'm not sure if that's something you have much expertise on or not, but we all deal with the inbox clutter and Mm -hmm. just there is digital chaos um, in our world's Mm -hmm. phones and computers. Is that something you have any hacks or any know much about? Yes, I do. I haven't really shared about it, but it's something I do because I am one of those people that is allergic to the little red button on top of every app that tells you what notification is there. I, oh my my ADD, the iPhone is not for people with ADD. You it's would just die. not. Look, I'm, I'm showing my her my phone, phone right is now. like that. There's like 256 on the text, um, 13 on the reminder. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. My mom is like that. She's got like 1500 text messages. I'm like, I, why do you have 1500 unread? Te- who ha- do you know? 1500 people, you know, <laughs> so anyways, it's, I, there are two types of people in this world. Those that have 1500 text messages and those that have none. <laughs> true. Help me it's be very none. true. I will help you be none. Okay. So with, um, so Photos are one of those things that can just take over the storage of your phone. So what I do every night, um, and it takes two minutes, and this is you. This is where I may get a couple eye rolls, and I don't want to, but it really does work. So bear with me. Try it for a week. I go through my photos for the day, and I delete what I don't need. Duplicates, mm. um, accidental screenshots, screenshots I don't need anymore. But yeah, taking like two minutes. I mean, we all love playing on our phones go through that and delete a few different like pictures. Um, if your phone is, if you're like Courtney girl, I've got 20,000 photos on here. You can do one better and say like today's date. A lot of times I'll do, cause I'm kind of in that process right now. I just started this a few months ago, so I'm still trying to work my way up, but, um, I started doing, okay, today is June 14th. Okay. I'm going to type in at the top of the search bar on my photos, June 14th, every photo from June 14th will pop up and I delete all the ones I don't need anymore. Um, and you'd be surprised at how much that kind of clears out. And it's just a little bit, it's like maybe 40 pictures, which really isn't a lot or maybe 20. So that's something that helps there. 
for emails, um, I always open and read. Um, are you one of those people that likes to leave things unread until you've read it or need to reply to it so you don't forget to reply? Yes. I would glance at it and, oh, I need to get back to that. So I put it on non-read and then three months later, it never has been addressed. <laughs> I know that feeling. I know that one. It is a hard one. So what I'll do is I try and I, I kind of do batch work just because of the season of life I'm in. So I try and have a couple nights a week where I sit down and really answer emails, the ones that like I, that weren't, you know, emergencies and I'll go through and I'll answer the email and then I immediately put it into a folder inside my Google. So you can create little like subfolders to, so you can kind of clear out your inbox and it'll be a title of like, um, you know, Tinco vacuum or, you know, whatever product I'm working with at the time. So that's a great way to kind of clear that out. You can also, there's also a little function on yours. If you're just in that place of like that, that email is just not going to get a reply, but I'm tired of seeing that red dot. You can hit select all if you've, you know, responded in, or, you know, in what you want to respond to, um, you can press select all and you can press red and it will get rid of that entire bubble for you. So mm. that's helpful too. Mm, interesting. No. So for my, I, I kind of have two different emails, my personal Gmail, which, you know, feeds podcast stuff and all the stuff we're doing here. And then I have uh, my marketing job. So uh, two separate email addresses. Uh, I am better, uh, not we're definitely not at zero, but better at organizing, you know, this is artwork that's been approved. This is invoices, blah, blah, blah. And so familiar with what you're talking about. Don't practice it hundred percent for sure. But yeah, it's just, I, I love what you say about just those little bites. You know, like when we look at clearing out an inbox, you think you're eating an elephant, but you've taken those small steps of small bites at a time. And it just re- makes it a lot more manageable, you know, de- deleting 20 photos in the evening. Mm-hmm which is a lot more manageable than trying to navigate 8,000 photos in your, on your phone. So <laughs> this is, I love, I love the small bites. It just keep it simple. It's true to what you yes. do. Yeah. Keep it simple. I, I get very overwhelmed very, very easily. And uh, my husband knows this. He has like, he's so cute. He's like, when he has to ask me to do something, he'll look at me and go, is this a time where you can be asked to do something or do you need me to write this down on our shared note and you'll get to it later and it's so sweet and I'm like yeah and I let him know what the answer is he's so sweet but yeah I get super overwhelmed very very easily and when I get overwhelmed I tend to shut down and just kind of sit there and do nothing and want to take a nap and I'm like well that's not good because then nothing gets done so what I've learned to do is just stop and go okay we're going to do this the small bite of the elephant today and then tomorrow I'm going to do this and the next day I'm going to do that And it just, you know, it really, really helps because eventually you do eat the whole elephant. Wait, shared note. This is kind of brilliant. So we do that with a grocery list, but is this a shared note? Just kind of like general to do items for your family? Yes. Brilliant. Yeah. I, I don't know why I haven't thought of this earlier. (laughs) We do it for our menu too, actually at night. Um, My, my husband and I, we create the menu together going through like our refrigerator and you know, what what we want to eat and stuff like that. We try and eat what we have to save money. So we're not constantly going to the grocery store, but we have a shared note. So then, you know, each of us can look back without having constantly like, Hey, what's for dinner? And he'll look and go, Oh, okay. We're having spaghetti tonight or, you know, whatever. So it kind of, kind of saves us both some time. Okay. Now you got to unpack that because this all kind of bleeds into each other. Meal planning. This is something that people talk about a lot on the internet. Like tell me your system. I want to know more. Okay. So I absolutely cannot stand meal planning. Like I, I'm not good. I enjoy cooking. I do not enjoy picking what to cook. It is, it stresses me out. I just, I can't. 
my husband loves it. Like it is his jam. He worked for a food company for a lot of years and now he works in supply chain, but you know, still for a, for, for a large retailer. So he just loves it. So usually what we do is I kind of like, he spearheads it. He goes to the refrigerator. It's like, let's have this, 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 and this for dinner. And I'm like, cool, I will cook it, but I don't want to plan it. Yeah. And he's like, great, this is awesome. So um, we do that. Or if it's up to me, like my husband, um, like I said, he works in, he has a very, very, very tough job and he works a lot of hours. So when he is not in the mental capacity to do that, I actually use a website called It's Meal Simple and um, it's free. And basically you just uh, go in there and it has a database of these really, really simple meals. And it will make you a, um, just a whole menu for the week. And then it'll even take what you need, like the shopping list and put it into a Walmart cart for you. So all you have to do is edit it and go like, Hey, I don't need garlic salt. I don't need, you know, whatever it is. And then click buy and then go pick it up at Walmart. Like nice. And there's no subscription, no, nothing. It's free. It's so cool. So I love that too. Okay. My huge takeaways already are this meal plan situation you talk about and those little digital hacks of just, you know, tiny bits a day. Like this is, you're, you're changing, you're changing lives, my friend. I love it. <laughs> Yay. That makes me sad. That's all I wanted to do with keep it simple sparkles. I just wanted to help somebody. I was like, I just love people. People are so wonderful. I want to help them. Well, and I just got off a conversation, another podcast recording completely different, but I truly believe our life experiences and the way, the way we see the world, our gifts, our talents, like we truly, it's not just for us. It's to share with other people. And while home organization, you know, not maybe not change the world, it kind of does. And it changes the world a little bit for kind of for every person. And if it helps me do my job better and help someone else do their job better, then we can also continue to do the work that we do to a higher capacity. And so really, when you think about it that way, it's so much cooler than just buying fancy bins to match your laundry room. Like it's, it's really life-changing. It's so amazing. <laughs> It can make your day a whole lot easier. Um, I know one thing we have a paper organization system that I'm getting ready to share about. And because a lot of people are like, how do you organize papers and all the things? And it's changed my husband and I's life because there's no more fights about where the passports, where are, you know, where is this form that came in the mail that, you know, came three months ago, but now we've got to go take it down to city hall and pay, you know, or whatever. And maybe I'm using my, our, uh, our property tax bill that came and I need to go grab. But anyway, it, it took away the, where is this to, mm -hmm. oh, it's over here. It's right over here. So it really can, you know, I think there's a saying that says, if you want to change the world, go home and change your family. Mm. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of like that. If you, if you feel, if your home is organized, it doesn't have to be perfectly organized. Don't get me like, I love those beautiful photos that you see on, you know, from, from huge organizers that, you know, they're beautiful and they're color coordinated and they're gorgeous, but you know, that may not be functional for you, but if you have a system that it may not be pretty, but it sure as heck works great for you. And it makes your life simpler and easy. Awesome. Your home is completely organized then like yeah. it's just, it, you know, with organization, so many people are like, why well, I, I don't know how to make it pretty or whatever. I'm like, it's not about making it pretty, although that's nice. It's functional. Like you have to right. be able to, to function with it. So, um, and if your home is functional, oh my word, it's, it's glorious. Yes. I love it. Glorious. Glorious is the word. Courtney, how can we continue to get your social media tips? Maybe anything you have online? Like how can we stay in contact with all the things you're doing? 
Absolutely. Well, I love if you can follow me on Instagram at Keep It Simple Sparkles. I'm on TikTok at Keep It Simple Sparkles. And then we also have Facebook now too. Again, Keep It Simple Sparkles. So you'll, you will know you're in the right spot. You will see a lot of pink and glitter and fun. And it's just a really positive environment, kind of a little escape from, escape from the news, the world, everything just kind of fun. Pink and glitter and organization. I mean, sign me up. It sounds amazing. (laughs) Thank you. All right. One more question before I let you go. I like to ask our guests, if you could have coffee with your 20 year old self, what would you say? Oh my gosh. It would be a really big cup of coffee. Yeah. A lot to say. (laughs) Gosh, what what would I say to myself? It gets better. It gets easier. Don't settle for anything. You are worth so much. Don't let anybody tell you, you can't do something if you feel like God has led you to do this, if you feel like God has put something on your heart to do, go for it because he's going to see you through. And that's kind of, that's, yeah, I think I'd say that probably a lot more if I really, you know, tonight when I'm brushing my teeth, I'm going (laughs) to think about this. Gosh, I should have said that. And maybe I would have said that too, but yeah, don't, and don't be afraid of what people think of you. Honestly, I make a fool of myself on a daily basis on Instagram and TikTok. And honestly, I get a lot of pushback on, on, um, from comments and things like that. I've had, you know, some, some of the most, some, some not nice people. Um, but you know what? I get a lot more nice comments A negative comment is still a comment. still engagement. (laughs) So I don't mind. I used to get so worked up about it. And now I'm like, well, thank you for boosting the logarithm. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, keep it coming. Where, where are the haters? I need more of them on my video. Yeah. I'm like, Okay, user number 725. I'm not sure who hurt you, but <laughs> right? Oh yes, absolutely. In fact, now I've gotten to a place where I'll share some of the really like nasty ones. I'm like, oh honey, you gotta read this one. Yeah. This one's my favorite. They don't know you. Yeah, it's all good. It's hilarious. Yeah. Well, good for it you is. too. And I mean, I, I really like so thankful for the opportunity to have a podcast and meet really cool people doing so many different things in the world. But, you know, again, the ADD turned to organization, the event planner turned into social media curator to help people have a beautiful home. Like it really does matter. And I really think that you're contributing really good things to the world. So I'm just so thankful to meet you and share your story with our listeners. Well, thank you for having me anytime. I'd love to come back. I had a really fun time. I feel like we were just having coffee. It was a lot of fun. Basically. Yes. Well, we'll stay in touch on social media for sure. I am obsessed with all of your videos and your hacks. So love it all. Thank you. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, sharing is caring. I would love for you to simply take a screenshot from wherever you're listening and share it on social. You can tag me at Katie Bulmer Life or just text it to a friend. Say, hey, I enjoyed this episode and I think that you will too. The biggest compliment you can give is sharing a review on iTunes that really helps other young women to find this podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for spending some time with me in your earbuds and I hope that you gain some truths for your 20s.